Welcome to the Fifth Quarter Podcast. My name's Rick Zamprin. Disappointing, a debacle. The Cats coughing up a hairball in a 31-12 loss against their arch rivals down the highway in T.O. Fans, irate to say the least. The Fifth Quarter Podcast starts now. We've been talking Tiger Cats football for over 50 years. Welcome to the Fifth Quarter, powered by Eastgate Ford on 900 CHML. Hello, football fans in Hamilton from coast to coast and around the world. This is the fifth quarter. It's powered by Eastgate Ford on 900 CHML. Rick Samprin with you tonight after what was a hairball by the Hamilton Tiger Cats tonight. They coughed up a big one in the biggest game of the year on the biggest stage of the season. And they have fallen to seven and six and have watched the Toronto Argonauts clinch first place in the East. And it will be the Argos and not the Ticats with that all-important first-round playoff bye. Not the way that Hamilton wanted to see this game go. Not at all. 31-12, an utter embarrassment on the scoreboard and on the field. It was not a good night. It was not a good night. And for the first time, I believe... Since the 60-1 to debacle from a few years ago, we have a jam-packed phone pad here in the studio. All our lines are filled up. So that's going to be enough of me, at least for right now, because I want to hear from you. Get in line, because there's going to be plenty of opportunity for you to spew some venom tonight. We will still vote for the player of the game, brought to you by Metalogic's Complete Metal Management. We will still announce the fifth quarter fan of the night. But I am anticipating a lot of, well, colorful commentary. Let's keep it clean. Yes, our sensor button works. I might just need it tonight. 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your cell. We're broadcasting live on CHML's Facebook page. Hello to all our friends and fans watching there. You can vote for your player of the game and comment on tonight's game on Twitter, at Rick Samprin, at AM900CHML. Use the hashtag fifth quarter or send me an email, rick at 900CHML.com. All right, here we go. Mark, you are first on the fifth quarter tonight. Go ahead. Your thoughts on tonight's game? Well, it was pretty brutal. Uh, unfortunately, as much as I hate to, to blame the refs, there's a lot of uh, Argo uh, refereeing going on. Santos Knox getting ejected. W- what the hell was that? Um, there was a few other penalties that were that were called that were ticky-tack, but the Ticats still didn't play very good. They were in the first quarter. They're throwing bombs that were weren't hitting guys, and um, unfortunately, they just didn't want first and east. Well, I, they wanted it. They just did not show it tonight. I mean, that was their worst game since game two, I think. Uh, <laughs> worst game since game two. I think since. Worst game since the 60-1 to debacle in 2017. Well, yeah, you, you, you could probably say that, too. I'll agree with that. I think uh, Dane Evans needs to go next week. I, I just uh, – Mazzoli's been good, but he just seems to underthrow or overthrow – sorry, more overthrow receivers. Uh, I think we got to get Dane another chance in the last game. And you know what? The, the, the East – or the Grey Cup is going to go through Toronto. 
I say buy your tickets because I think we can beat Montreal. But, uh, yeah, like, eh. It just seems like the article fixes in every time there's a great cup in Hamilton. Well, that's my opinion. Let, let me ask you this. Uh, what does your gut tell you if Tor- if it's a Toronto-Hamilton East final? What does your gut tell you about that game? I think that we're going to slaughter them in Toronto with their 3,000 fans. I think that if everyone in Hamilton that's supposedly to be a fan buys a $20 ticket because you can't expect anyone to pay more than $20 for that mess. Uh, we we could have home field advantage there, and let's go, like bring it back here for December twelfth. Let's go. And Mark, before I let you go, who is your player of the game tonight? Number twelve, Kelly on the offense. Uh, Tim White. Oh, sorry, Tim White. Yeah, no sorry. problem. He had a fantastic game. Mark, appreciate Absolutely. the call. Enjoy the weekend. Thank you too. Uh, yeah, Mark nails it on the player of the game, at least as far as I'm concerned. Tim White, five catches, one hundred ten yards, and not only that, not only was he the first. Hard to believe. First Hamilton receiver this season to crack the 100-yard mark. But he also showed some oomph tonight. And he was one of very few Tiger Cats to show some emotion, to show some gusto, to show some, hey, guys, uh, we're fighting for the division title here, basically. I know a win tonight didn't guarantee that, but a win tonight would have put the Tiger Cats in the driver's seat. And they put it in neutral. And for most of the game, had it in park. That's not good enough. Marianne on CHML's Facebook page says, Terrible game. Masoli sucks. Daniel says, We sucked. Ouch. Adding that Masoli doesn't care. Uh, you is going to a different team next year. And that, that could be the case. There's no doubt in my mind. Ticats, Rough Riders, one week from tomorrow, Dane Evans has got to be under center. Yes, Jeremiah Masoli had a great run. Fantastic. CFL top performer, player of the week. Tonight, yeah, he got over 300 yards, but two interceptions. One was a pick six. Did not have it. Too many overthrows. And I'll say this as well. I'm going to get back to the phone, so don't you worry. The game plan tonight was the complete reverse of what it should have been. Instead of the deep throws, focus on those underneath. Take what the defense was giving you. And the Ticats, uh, you know, I'll give them some credit for trying to stretch the field. But it clearly was not working early. They should have abandoned that game plan earlier than they did. All right, back to the phones. Dave, number one, is on the line. Dave, one, how are you? Hey, Rick, how's it going? I wish you all, buddy. I see your morning shows doing well, and I'm a faithful follower and listener. So, you know, buddy, you're doing great. I love you. Um, But I actually have four points to to make tonight. The first one is, you know, in the first half, the the weather was like maybe five degrees with wind chill and a little bit of rain, and the Ticats offense was completely invisible. And it makes me worry because if they do happen to go into Toronto and win a game and go to the Grey Cup, you know, the weather comes into play, and, and tonight... You know, a little bit of weather, and, and, and they just, it was it was absolute disgrace in the first half. Um, second point I'm going to make is, you know, Mazzoli's looked really good lately against three bottom feeder teams, and now we play a good one, and it was it was not a very good effort. It was, it was not a very good outing. You know, it, I feel like he missed a couple deep balls early, 
um, one to Ackland where Ackland was wide open. And, you know, after that, I felt like he kept throwing the deep ball almost just so he could complete one. You know, there were so many times when he had so much time to throw the ball and he's going deep and they're throwing like, there there was a couple, there was a jump up to Dunbar and a jump up to to Tim White. We're we're expecting him to be SJ Green and and catch him over defenders. I I didn't understand what he was trying to accomplish in the first half with all the defaults. Um, Third point, we really missed Jackson tonight. I, I... I actually didn't even know he wasn't going to play. Um, the first couple of series, I said, where's Jackson? Um, and it just, for me, it's more of the coverage of the Ticast isn't what it should be. Because I'm on Twitter, I follow everything Ticast, and I didn't know Jackson was going to play. So, um, yeah, that's it was disappointing. And, and uh, you know, I, I talked last week about how they should – you know, kind of evolved him into into their offense, and and tonight he wasn't playing, and it was it, it just it seemed like he completely stole the offense. Yeah, so know? Dave, on the Don Jackson thing, so he tweaked his groin on day two of uh, practice this week. I tweeted uh, it out, but yeah, bad, he he man. could be gone for who knows how long. Oh, I hope not long because the offense was completely different here without him. And then I'm just going to go quick to the fourth thing, Rick is tonight you look at Boris Beattie and how good he played and you compare it to our kickers combined, and that's a big issue for the Ticats still. You know, they're hosting the Grey Cup. you got to wonder how they don't reach out to a guy like Justin Medlock and just offer him money and say, please, buddy, come on, we're, going, we're hosting the Grey Cup this year. Come help us out, you know? You know, he's sitting there doing nothing right now, but they're still sitting there with these two kickers and, and, and beating outplayed them so badly tonight. It, 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 it was it was an effect on the game, for sure. Absolutely. Who's your uh, player of the game? Tim White. It has to be. There's no one else I can think of tonight that did anything. And like I said, he had that one deep ball by Mazzoli, and, and you know, maybe if he's S.J. Green with that kind of size, he made it, would have made that catch. But, you know, the effort was there tonight by Tim White, and you've got to give him the player of the game. Absolutely. Dave, appreciate the call. Enjoy the weekend. Cheers, my friend. Uh, there's a spot for you on the phone bank here on the fifth quarter on 900 CHML. Rick Samprin with you, 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your cell. We're also on CHML's Facebook page broadcasting live. Hello to all our fan- friends and fans watching there. And uh, on Twitter, at Rick Samprin, at AM900CHML. You can also email your thoughts on tonight's game, rick at 900CHML. Dot com. Uh, RH says the offense has not been great this season. I can see a better game plan, and I'm an idiot. Uh, Jeff says, I've said it all along. This team is going nowhere with Masoli as their QB. Kicker is terrible. Steinauer is content to lose as long as number eight is his guy. This was a pathetic showing after beating the three worst teams. Player of the game, Tim White, for making Masoli look even a touch better. And Alan on Twitter says, well, this did not look like a playoff team tonight. Let's hope we can get at least a home playoff game this year. Go Cats Co. Hashtag the fifth quarter. Jeremiah Masoli, the clock ticking down to 15 seconds, trying to use his feet to make something happen, and it's another interception. Chris Edwards has it, and Chris Edwards is going to go for a touchdown. His second pick six of the season. And that will put an exclamation point on this one for the Toronto Argonauts. There's two seconds on the clock, and the Argos are 
going to win the East Division. And they won the game handily, 31-12 the final. Toronto now 9-4, Ticats 7-6. Hamilton can still remarkably finish third instead of second if Montreal wins out and the Ticats lose one week from tomorrow against the Saskatchewan Rough Riders, which is not out of the realm of possibility. Let's hope that's not so, but it could happen. Argo scoring 14 of their 31 points off two interceptions tonight, including that pick six. Email from Anthony who writes, Rick, yep. I got nothing. Shootouts or shoutouts to the Hamilton crowd showing up tonight in T.O. And uh, from what I understand, from what we saw on the TV, pretty good showing from the Hamilton faithful. So if you're leaving the game from BMO Field and tuning into the fifth quarter and chiming in and calling in, uh, thanks for doing so. And, and yeah, thanks for representing in Toronto. Uh, email from another Anthony writes, Hello, Rick. Brutal. The whole team was two steps off everything and anything today. There goes the East Final. Let's hope we can host the semifinal now. Thank you, Anthony. Back to the phones we go. 905-645-3221. Star 9900 on your cell. Uh, it is Dave number two who's next on the phone bank. Dave, how are you? Hey, Rick. Thanks for taking my call. I really appreciate it. You got um, it. Just a couple of comments. You know, everyone here is bashing Jeremiah Mazzoli, and, like, our offensive game plan tonight just stunk. I mean, this whole night was about trying to gain some momentum, keeping the ball, and trying to make it a close game in the fourth quarter. And Tommy Condell is calling those passes. I think there was seven of them in the first half for over 40 yards. You know, in that wind and rain, it's completely idiotic as, as far as I'm concerned. And, there was a couple key drops in that game. Jackson dropped one, and then it, it, late in the fourth quarter, the game was somewhat close, and uh, we dropped another one. I think it was ja, I can't, uh, Dunbar dropped a pass. So I mean, the fans there are knocking Jeremiah Mazzoli, and I, I think he played not that bad of a game. I think our offensive game plan stunk, uh, in, 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 in my opinion. And I always go back to and a couple of things about Orlando Steinhauer that I'm not happy with. The first is, and this is – I think this goes to the whole team. And I'm going to ask you a question. Is Have you ever seen a worse American kicker than we have, our, our place kicker? I've been thinking yeah. about I, yeah, I've been thinking about this. I, To be honest, I can't. I can't. I mean, like, I, I think you could find a kid kicking high school football in Hamilton who's better than him. I, I really do. I mean, as hard as it is to believe, after we scored our first touchdown, if we would have kicked those two field goals, it would have been a one-possession one game. I mean, he's terrible. Like, I, I can't believe that. And the other thing with our American content is, I guess we had an injury in the secondary. I think uh, Roll got hurt. And we had to play a Canadian guy there, the young Canadian kid. And I can't believe you don't dress a backup American defensive halfback. You know, I mean, we've got – it's just it's – just, I just don't understand their, the ratio analysis in Hamilton, um, in, in my in my opinion. And, um, you know, we missed Don Jackson and Frankie Williams. I mean – We've got Wes Hills as an American running back. Why don't we dress him, you know, and, and try and play a Canadian someplace else? But I think the fans have been very hard on Jeremiah, and I don't really think it's fair. Like, I think this is, I think this loss falls a lot on Tommy Condell, and I think he was severely outcoached. I mean, this isn't the middle of July where there's no wind and the weather's nice. You're, you're, you're playing this time of year and you're throwing the football down the field. If you watch Toronto, I don't think they threw more than a couple passes the whole game, more than 20 yards down the field. They were content to throw the ball between five to 15 yards. It's just what the CFL is all about. And, 
you know, but the injuries do hurt. I think we really miss Frankie Williams. We have no return game at all. Um, I just don't see any type of explosiveness in Brandon Banks anymore. And I think that's a big issue. And missing Don Jackson really, really did hurt too. But I honestly put this blame on the offensive coordinator. And and I, I can't believe that's the best kicker we've had all season. It's probably, in my lifetime, I'm going to say the worst place kicker we've had in, in, in Hamilton history. Yeah, I, I can't think of a, a worse one. And not to pile on Taylor Bertolette, but he has struggled. Yeah. He's had some good games. You know, we should give him credit when credit is due. But tonight, just uh, did not have it uh, as well. Dave, who's your player of the game tonight? You know, I think it's a toss-up. I think, I think obviously, I think Tim White had had a good game, and um, you know, I think uh, our defensive end there, Jagarit Davis, had a, had a fairly solid game too. I, you know, we left our defense out there to dry tonight. You know, on offense, we didn't really give them a chance to to catch their breath. I mean, a lot of two and outs, and um, I think you know a lot of that falls on Orlando. I've been a big fan of his. I think he brings a lot of stability and and integrity to the franchise, but. Um, you know, Tommy Condell, I think, and him need to have a closed-door meeting uh, tomorrow. And they have to understand that this is Canada. You're playing in November. You can't be throwing the football seven or eight times in the first quarter, 50 yards down the field, and think you're going to win. Yeah, I, I didn't I didn't like the game plan. They should have nickeled and dimed at the start and then taken their shots, but I didn't like it at all. Dave, we've got to move on. Really appreciate the call and enjoy the weekend. That is uh, Dave number two. We have uh, Tommy, Dave, Ian, and Corey. Ian is next on the slate. Ian, welcome to the fifth quarter. You mentioned uh, the fur ball. I think they did something to the bed tonight, so I'll, I'll stay away from your button. <laughs> um, but uh, a lot of spins already been said, so I'll kind of be quick with this. Uh, I'm going to start off with Banks. He's done. He's fizzled out. There doesn't. He's. I don't know. I don't think he's the threat that he was anymore. Um, there's better receivers that are out there. Uh, some are injured. Um, you can answer this at the end. Is it too late to bring in another kicker considering what's going on? Um, because he's unreliable uh, and you can't trust him. When you can't even get a one point, you know, from a, after a touchdown, a convert, there's problems. Just because he got that 50 some odd yard field goal, we still lost. I mean, good for him. You know, every dog has its day. Um, we lost this. I'm going to put the sole blame on Coach O on this one. He was out coached. I'm not a Mazzoli basher. Um, they should have brought Evans in. They needed that uh, some a change. They needed some spark to see if that was going to work. Mazzoli is still thinks a good quarterback, but the team was down, and they I think they needed that spark. Listen, any we beat the three worst teams in the league. I don't see why we're going. Oh, we got this great team. You know, this we're in a we're in a surge. No, you beat the three worst teams in the league. We got a rear ends handed to us tonight. We're going to get. I, I we're not a great cup team. If we make it to Toronto, we'll probably beat them, but we won't win the great cup. Problem is, everything is so inconsistent that's going on right now. And our offense. I don't blame Condell because when uh, Calero, uh, when we had Caleros, I mean, they were airing the ball out. Things are going great. You went to Toronto, people were saying, hey, we're, why, why is Condell gone? When's he coming back? I think we need just a change at quarterback to get uh, a spark going in the team. Because with Mazzoli, I just don't know. Either the receivers aren't catching, the receivers aren't playing for them, but something's happened there. Do you think maybe they've lost the dressing room? Uh, the, the, the trust in, in Mazzoli? I don't know.
Yeah, I, w- I wouldn't say that. Uh, you know, he's had, uh, a, you know, a handful of good games in a row. You know, he was a CFL top performer, so we have to, you know, tip the cap games there. How he lost? Well, yeah, I mean, like, his overall record is around 500. He's not, he's not well, a superstar take, quarterback. Take the three out from the worst teams in the league. He was 0-4? Was he, he was uh, 0-3, I believe okay, it was. So he hasn't produced at all this year. I mean, you could have put in Watford, and they would have beat BC, Edmonton, and Ottawa. Maybe, maybe. So, so my point is that he he's not productive this year. I mean, maybe it's from the injury, but they if they don't bring Evans in next week, then they're going to ride Mazzoli straight out. And the only way Evans will get in is if Mazzoli gets hurt. Yeah, I agree. Who's your player of the game tonight? I don't think there is one. I don't think even you're talking about White. I don't think it's him either because nobody produced today. It was it was it was an S storm that was in there. I can't see any positivity that happened because I would say everyone did not do their job tonight. All right, and, Ian, I appreciate uh, it, and thanks for yeah. keeping it clean. Okay, <laughs> have a good weekend. Sure. Sure. <laughs> That is uh, Ian on the line. Uh, room for you at 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your cell. You can email rick at 900chml.com, as Stephen out in Penticton, B.C. has. One very angry Cat fan here, Rick. The loss is on one guy only, Tommy Condell, period. Pass, pass, kick, disgusting loss, Stephen out in B.C., and Tom writes, pretty sad performance with first place on the line. The Cats look dangerous with all their long balls, but Masoli either missed open receivers or they dropped the ball when Masoli was on target. The Argos knocked down the ball. In hindsight, slow and steady would have been better uh, when it was Masoli calling the plays. If so, it's time for Evans. Missed field goals certainly didn't help either. The Argos never looked dangerous, but lots of short gains put them in scoring position for Beatty, who doesn't miss many. No player of the game unless you pick an Argo. Cheers, Tom from Guelph. Back to the phones we go. Corey has been waiting a while here on the fifth quarter. Corey, good evening. Thanks for calling. Hey, Rick. How are you doing? I'm all right. How are you? Not bad. Um, sorry I missed you last week. Um you know, we won last week. It was a great win, and we come out and this week a chance to, I don't know, secure a playoff spot, home field advantage, and we don't take it. Very disappointing. Disappointing uh, effort on the field, disappointing game plan, disappointing execution, all around as is set off the top, a big hairball by the Ticats tonight. And you've been asking tonight, who who's your guy who's not the guy and for me for weeks i've been calling in and uh mazzoli i get him i get it like we're we're whatever we are now two and six with him and not exactly performing in games where we need to so are you going to are you going with Dane Evans next week if you're the head coach? No, no, no. I I mean we're not performing games we need to. Uh, he he's been in the games. I've I've been a I've been a Mazzoli guy since Guelph and Lefevre and all those things. And to say do we go with Dane next game? I don't know. We the coach's decision is that, not us. Right, but us as fans, I mean, this is this is what we do, right? We play armchair quarterback, and you know, if, if I'm Steinauer, 
I didn't like anything from tonight's game, and I think I need a spark, and putting in Dane Evans might give the team a spark. It might backfire, but I think this team needs a little bit of a jolt. Absolutely, and maybe that came at the second half of this game. I, that's where I thought it should have happened. Yes. It should have happened in the second half. It should have came out, Dane started the second half from there, and it didn't. So now, now from where the coaches go from there, that's my problem. It didn't happen this game. So now they're going to do what they want to do. Yeah. Uh, did you give me your player of the game vote? No. Who, who, uh, who fans, do you got? Fan, fans. Always the fans. Always the fans. They went to Toronto. We showed up. And uh, I don't know. How do, you, how do you take away the black and gold? How we travel? We're, we're the Eastern Saskatchewan team. Like everybody wants to say. We're, we're not an Eastern Saskatchewan team. We are the CFL. I think Saskatchewan is the Western Ticats. How about that? <laughs> Damn right, Rick. There you go. Thanks for the call, Corey. Yes, sir. It's a complete pass out to the right to Curly Gittens Jr., and he makes a nice move to get into the end zone. It's a touchdown for the Argos, Curly Gittens Jr., and Toronto's running away with this one tonight. It's now 23-3 to with just over 10 minutes to go and a convert upcoming for Toronto. And the Toronto Argonauts running all the way home, or at least staying home and running away with a victory tonight, 31-12. A debacle for the Tiger Cats tonight with an opportunity to tie up the Argonauts, vault over them uh, via the uh, points for and against on the season series. They would have won the Ballard Cup, which is now in the hands of the Argos for the first time in a few years. And uh, now Toronto will host the East Final. They get that coveted playoff by, here's a stat for you, and a sobering one at that if you're a Ticats fan, of the last 24 division winners since 2008, 18 of them have moved on to play in the Grey Cup Final. I think the worst thing that can happen this year, for the first time in 25 years with the Grey Cup being played in Hamilton, that the Argonauts would be in the Grey Cup Final. We just cannot have that happen. I'm sorry, especially with the Arkells playing the halftime show as well. Who's your player of the game? It's brought to you by Metalogic's Complete Metal Management. Mine is Tim White. He had five catches, 110 yards. Despite the stats, he showed some heart tonight. He showed some vim and vinegar. He was out there playing hard. A lot of yak yards as well. Tim White is my vote. He currently leads the voting for player of the game. Who's yours? And comments on tonight's game, 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your cell. You can email rick at 900chml.com. On Twitter, use the hashtag fifth quarter at am900chml, at Rick Zamprin. We have on CHML's Facebook page, which we are broadcasting live on as well, Bruce commenting, well, Rick, what can you say? But we still have a playoff game regardless. That's all I'll say. We will play the Argos in the playoffs and put the hammer to them. Go on to the Grey Cup against the Bombers and win that also. Oski, we we hope everyone has a great weekend. Thanks, Rick, as always, for hosting the best show. Hashtag fifth quarter. Bill says, I rushed home for that. Pathetic, fantastic way to honor the late, great Angelo Mosca. Guys, awesome. Great game, guys. White for player of the game. Sorry, just disgusted. And Sean writes, player of the game, number 45, Santos Knox for the big hit. Not then got uh, kicked out. Go Cats, go. Um, the, the the ejection against Santos Knox, I'm, I'm perplexed by because unless he hit the Argos player in the Lucky Charms, 
I'm not sure Santos Knox deserved to be ejected. The angle we all saw on the TV, we only saw the one wide-angle shot. It didn't look as bad as it made out to be, especially that warranted an ejection. I didn't get it. Did not get it at all. Jim on Twitter. Uh, Well, after that, all I can say is that hopefully this defeat will not rest lightly on their shoulders. White for player of the game. Richard writes, Tim White, player of the game, but what an INT that wasn't, but was, but wasn't. This game had everything uh, doink, TD opportunity, missed field goals, ejection for pretty or petty after play, bad ref calls, bad play calls, overthrows galore, very difficult to watch. Why don't they play well when honoring Mosca? A lot of people on Twitter bringing that up every time they honor Angelo Mosca. The Ticats have a brain cramp. And Bill says it's going to be a lot of frustration from Ticats Nation. Offense was pathetic and has been all year. Recent results were very or versus weak teams. Special teams has been subpar. Only consistent element has been the defense. Very disappointing. And that really sums it up. A very disappointing evening. Let's go to the phones. And Tommy, number one, is on the fifth quarter. Tommy, good evening. How are you? How are you, my friend? I'm not too bad. This is what I saw tonight, and I'll keep it short and sweet. When I saw the Toronto Argonauts run out of, you know, their change room, it almost seemed like they were hungrier. They're at home, but I had faith in Hamilton. But Hamilton, I think, with those long passes and that rain, the rain was brutal because a couple weeks ago, um, Masoli played well. He's got a rocket for an arm. He's amazing. But he overthrew at least six passes tonight. I don't know if it was nerves. I don't know if it was the weather. Um, it almost seemed like Toronto wanted the game more. And But when Hamilton did some really nice short passes, like 10 yards, 5 yards, 6 yards, they were playing well. I don't understand why they kept doing the long pass when it wasn't working. Winnipeg beat us two years ago in the Grey Cup because they figured out our game, even with Dane Evans. These long passes, man, you got to just pick the team apart, and that's what I saw tonight. But Toronto was hungry, and they beat our asses. But I did see some really good glimmers of hope in Hamilton. We still have a very good team, but I know my opinion, Toronto kicked our asses. If, if we would have made some of those passes, the long ones, we probably would have won. But there was just an inconsistency on the team. And I do love uh, Mazzoli. I think he's a great quarterback. He's got a rocket for an arm. He's a beast when he runs the ball, but it it just wasn't our game tonight. It just wasn't our. Yeah, game. he he had a bad game tonight. The Ticats had a bad game tonight. Who's your player of the game tonight? Nobody. Nobody really impressed me except for that young kid. Well, there's a couple of I'm terrible with names. There's a defensive lineman from Toronto. I think he's like six foot nine. He's impressive, but I think the young kid we just picked up from the Philadelphia Eagles, White. He has got a future with Hamilton. I really do. And I'm not being hard on Mazzoli, but I do think 
the coach should have thrown Dane Evans in there. Like, I mean, we got two really good quarterbacks. Why don't you go back to the old quarterback style of the Ottawa Rough Riders where they would play the two quarterbacks? We're talking back in the day. I'm old. So I I don't really have a player of the game. All right. But, Tommy, appreciate the call. Thank you. Have a good one. 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your cell. Dave, number three, calling into the fifth quarter. Hey, Dave. Hey, Rick. Um, yeah, Evans. Mazzoli had no business being in that game in the second half. I don't care what anybody has to say. This team was uh, consistently being outcoached, and they were outcoached tonight on both sides of the ball. But what was really disgusting, and I hope Orlando Steinhauer hears this, I played hockey to junior A. Listen, did you catch that on TV when he's 17 points down, him and Simone Lones joking on the sidelines laughing? Did you see that on TV tonight? I did. I'm not sure what they were saying. It, Sorry, you know, they weren't, uh, they, they weren't laughing like crazy. I'm, I'm, not, sure, I'm not sure what the discussion was because yeah, I, I watched yeah, that and I thought, okay, what are they talking about? Well, I thought the optics were really bad, especially for a guy who spends thousands of dollars on a team like myself. I go to so many games. I should buy season tickets because I wind up playing paying more regular price. Um, that really disgusted me. And, and the reason I don't buy season tickets because my work schedule sometimes doesn't allow it. But it was disgusting. I mean, I've never had a coach smile or joke with me or any other player when they were we were down two goals. I just it just didn't look good on TV. It didn't. I mean, if I was there and saw that, and just, I I don't. I, I, it, I, it made me sick to see that happening. The Toronto, if you when you every time you saw the Toronto bench, they were up. You didn't see the coaches joking around on that sideline. No, not know. at all. Maybe maybe they're just too casual over there. The way they came out flat a few times this season, maybe things are too casual with this team. But they were, you know, it, and also you got to give credit to Toronto. I think Toronto made some good acquisitions. I don't think we made very good acquisitions over this uh, over the season that we had off. I really think uh, I don't think Toronto's a, a, a fantastic team or anything, but I think they're building something there, and I think that they did make better some better acquisitions in in their uh, the off season that we had, unfortunately because of COVID. But I'm, I I just think the whole team should really look in the mirror, and it, it's not good enough. It really isn't. It, every they got and the fact they're being out coached, and this is not the first game they've been out coached. This has been happening more than this has been happening quite a bit. Uh, we've played some bad teams and we've won, and and I'm just very disappointed, very disappointed in the effort that this team managed to muster when first place was on the line tonight. It didn't really seem like it mattered, and and, and uh, you know for player of the game, I will say you know uh, you, you know you saw White fighting and struggling. And trying to to put an effort in, even though it was for a losing cause, that's what we need on this team. Yeah, we need a lot more than that. Um, Dave, really appreciate the call. Thanks uh, for calling in, and enjoy the weekend. Thanks. Nine zero five six four five three two two one star nine nine hundred on your cell. We have Anthony, Tommy, Jason, and Jim. We're going to get you guys in a matter of seconds. Want to get to some tweets? Francesco writes: I find it absolutely wild. That I'm going to be at the Grey Cup and the Ticats are not. If it's not wild, it's certainly ironic. Matthew says, terrible performance today by the Ticats. Sloppy in all three phases of the game. Think it might be time to start Dane next week. Manny writes, brutal. Nothing else to say. Outcoached, outplayed, out everything. It's Dane time. I'm not going to touch the kicking game again. Been there too many times. Jared says, Santos knocks player of the game because... He got to go home early. 
And Dave writes, worst game of the season, Dane needs to start next week in a critical game for the East semifinal at Tim Hortons Field. Kicker was awful once again. Player of the game, the Ticats fans that showed up at BMO Field. That is uh, well said. Back to the phones. Tommy, number two, calling into the fifth quarter. Hey, Tommy. Hey, how you doing? I'm good. How are you? It's Tommy T here, yes. Uh, I think the two biggest issues is a physical one and a uh, mental one. And uh, in regards to Mazzoli, him coming back after Evans loses his job and doesn't get it back because of injury, that's pretty much uh, football 101 as far as I'm concerned. You don't lose your job to injury. So I'm not even sure why Evans didn't come back when he was ready to go. And in hindsight, why are they letting him take risky plays when he hurt his abdomen and his lower body was out for so long? And they're risking him going on these one-yard sneak plays where you can get injured again? I just don't understand the logic. I know they have to only have two quarterbacks dressed, but he shouldn't lose his job to injury. And I knew from two weeks ago that by the time it came to the third quarter of this game tonight, I had a premonition that if he doesn't put him in, they're just putting themselves in, in a bad way. And a lot of that is the mental part which is uh, Steinauer. I'm sorry, you don't lose your job to injury. That's in any league, right down to pop football, you know. So uh, things like that. And and physically, I'm sorry. It's, I know there's a lot better sticking up for Rizzoli, and I get it. We're good people. It is what it is. It's not about having a bad game. It's his physical. He's, he's degenerated as a player, and with what he has as whatever qualities remain, he has to jump up about a foot in the air to get the ball down the field. He can't even get it with any zip anymore. You know, and they're either like, I'm repeating a lot what's been said already because a lot of good, intelligent people out there that already spoke of what I've already said, so some of it's being repeated. But in all regards and all things considered, he's too short. He doesn't have it. He doesn't know when to throw it away. And if he was playing against better secondaries, we wouldn't have won any of those last three games because if you were to watch Edmonton, you could have had anyone throwing that ball up there and and uh, intercepting it, but they don't have a good team. As soon as they went up against a team that was – and Toronto's not much better than Hamilton. I'll tell you right now, they're pretty much even. But our coaching's got to get it in gear. And Evans should have been back at least two weeks ago and not being a quarterback sneak kind of quarterback. He's, he won the job. He took over when Mazzoli got hurt. I know it's the same thing, but he should be starting if you want any chance of even hosting the damn thing. That's all i got to say. Tommy T, before you go, who's your player of the game? Uh, the fans. Yeah taking the train and uh, coming from Hamilton and doing all that. If I was in a better way, I'd be there too. But uh, to watch that crap on there today, especially with uh, Steinauer not pulling the plug when he's supposed to and I don't know what he's – and wait the next game and then when it, maybe the game won't matter. You know what I'm saying? So who knows? And then he'll start Evans anyway to get some reps. Well, he's, he's not a – he's a starter. He's got, he's got the physical presence. You know, he's tall. he got a zip on the ball. Gazzoli, he's done. He's a noodle. He's done. That's all. I all right. say. Tommy, appreciate the call. Have a good one. Okay, thanks, bye. That is Tommy T vacating the phone line. That means there's room for you on the phone bank here at 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your cell. And I'm going to make the call here. We're going to go till midnight. How about that? Ben, we're staying a little bit late here on the fifth quarter. Too many calls, too many emails, too many tweets, too many Facebook messages to get to. So if you're on the line, hang on, we will get to you. There's no way that we're not going to get your commentary. This game was just too important to not get your... Uh, reaction to. Speaking of Facebook and CHML's Facebook page, you can hop on there to uh, give me your thoughts on the game. Mike says, bring back Justin Medlock. Brad writes, Masoli was way off tonight. Condell got the game plan out of a Cracker Jack box tonight. Player of the game, Tim White, because he at least caught the ball. Alex says, how about those Argos? 
and then writes, Argos! And Gerard says simply, Bad night. And that kind of sums it up. A bad night all around for the Hamilton Tiger Cats as they lose 31-12 to against the Toronto Argonauts. Toronto now 9-4, Hamilton 7-6. First and goal, there's under two minutes to go. Tiger Cats can't waste any more time getting this into the end zone. Under center is Dane Evans, and he comes into the game for the first time tonight and gets a touchdown. So Dane Evans with his third touchdown of the season. Fifth quarter brought to you by Eastgate Ford on 900 CHML. Rick Samprin with you. It was, uh, well, uh, disappointing, debacle, hairball, uh, not very good at the end of the day. Argos 31, Tiger Cats 12. Toronto wins the division, or at least clinches top spot. They get that coveted first-round playoff by. They will host the East Final. So any team that wins the East Semifinal will have to go through T.O. to get to the Grey Cup here in Hamilton. By the way, if you missed it earlier tonight, the Arkells have been announced as the halftime um, act for the uh, Grey Cup on December the 12th. So uh, hats off to uh, Max Kerman and uh, the guys at the Arkells. That is a uh, uh, the right move, really the only answer in terms of the halftime show. But we, we can talk about that for another day. What we're talking about is a poor performance tonight, especially in the first half by the Tiger Cats. And you know, if there ever was going to be a quarterback switch, and I know the QB's not the be-all and end-all, but this offense was sputtering. Sputtering with a capital S. And, you know, at one point, Jeremiah Masoli in the first half is 6 of 17 for 40 yards. That was late in the second quarter. That's horrible. Dane should have started the second half because this team needed a jolt. They needed a jolt of energy, and they did not get that at all. Email from Alan who writes, Hey Rick, it's Alan from St. Catharines. I'm literally screaming at my TV. First of all, what's with all these deep throws by Masoli on tight coverage? A lot of them over the receiver's head anyways, but they were not working. So if it's not working, do little throws and running plays for shorter yards. I do miss Don Jackson for that. It was obvious we weren't doing anything on deep throws. So what do we do? Throw more of them. Also, Masoli throwing wide open to an Argo player. I'm so confused. There was no Tiger Cat player around him. He looks spaced out. The only reason why we won the last three was because they were crappy teams, and Masoli got the player of the game. Here's my take going forward. If we don't get Dane Evans next game to get ready for the playoffs, we will not win a playoff game without Masoli or with Masoli. We now know we will be playing a semifinal against Montreal, and then if we make it, Toronto at BMO Field for the final. I don't even think we will beat Montreal if we pay Masoli in the semifinal. I would bet someone $100 on this. It's Dane Evans next week to get him ready or we're finished. And Allen continues his note, I refuse to go to a semifinal game to watch Masoli fall apart. Keep in mind Saskatchewan is not going to be easy either next week. Good practice for Dane Evans. Orlando, make the right decision. That email from Allen in St. Catharines. If you have thoughts on tonight's game, you can send me an email, rick at 900chml.com. On Twitter, use the hashtag fifth quarter at Rick Samprin at am900chml. And you can also give me your thoughts on tonight's game. Vote for your player of the game, brought to you by Metalogic's Complete Metal Management. 
And you can do so on CHML's Facebook page as we are broadcasting live there, where Debbie Lynn writes, Masoli had too many inconsistencies. The other players feed off the QB energy, and Evans brings more hype to the games. He's in. This game was rough to watch and so frustrating. It obviously wasn't working with Masoli, so they should have put Evans in at halftime. My vote goes to the fans who sat in the rain to watch the disaster. And Alex, who is clearly an Argos fan, writes, My player of the game is McLeod Bethel Thompson. Linda on CHML's Facebook page says, We need a great kicker like Ian Sumter. Players of the game, Ticats fans that went to the game, and the Arkells for the Grey Cup halftime promotion. Hats off to the Arkells once again. 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your cellular device. You can email rick at 900chml.com. And use the hashtag if you're on Twitter, uh, hashtag fifth quarter, that is, at Rick Samprin, at AM900CHML. He's been waiting patiently on the line. We're getting into him now. Jason is called into the fifth quarter. Good evening, Jason. Rick, how are you tonight? I'm okay. How are you? Terrible. You already know why. I have a feeling. Took the trip down with my friends. We uh, got some great seats, had three rows behind the tie cap bench. Super pumped to go. Biggest game in a couple years. What an utter disappointment. Well, you were super pumped and they were not, obviously. You got that right. Uh, just I want to touch on a couple things uh, about the Masoli throws in the beginning. I know everybody was kind of getting on about how they shouldn't make him this long throws. Receivers were wide open. He just overthrew them. You have to take those shots if you've got the wide receivers open. 14 points we left on the board right away. Absolutely. The receipt, we sat right behind the bench. Acklin came off, threw his helmet, was given Masoli an earful. Banks was given Masoli an earful. All the receivers were all over him right away. We knew there was something that was off. Well, I'll say this. I, I don't mind the deep throws once in a while. But when you're throwing three, four, five in a quarter and they're not working, <laughs> you got to press the trigger and, and do something do something else, do something new, change up the game plan. I agree with you 100%. If, the, if you're getting behind the defenders, you got to take them. But like you said, if you're not, I agree. you got to switch it up and go a little shorter. I don't want to go anymore on Masoli. Everybody's hard on him. He hasn't won a, he hasn't won a big, meaningful game, but I'm – done talking about him i'm done talking about the kicker we don't need to rehash that as well uh the only thing i wanted to bring up was why are all the callers thinking if we go back to play toronto in the east final why is everyone so confident we're going to beat them we laid an egg tonight well i'm not sure they've lost three in a row against toronto so i'm not sure I, where the confidence I don't understand, is I, I don't understand why everybody's so confident we're going to go in there and give them the beating if you watch the game tonight what makes you think that yeah, and not only that, but the luck seems to be on the Argos side too. So you have to consider that. That they, I don't know, is this just their year because they just have some kind of weird mojo going? It, you know what? I got my Great Cup tickets already. I'm a season seat holder. Um, I've had a bad feeling going forward. I don't like to think that way, but I mean, we haven't had the Great Cup since '96 at home, and you know, so pumped that we're getting it, and maybe we're going to get to watch them at home. But it seems it's slipping away. Uh, yeah, if they continue to play like tonight, it will slip away. Uh, who is your player of the game, Jason? Uh, no players. Definitely us fans that all went down there. Uh, the cheap, terrible hot dogs, the cheap, decent beer, the bad traffic, and then the good traffic coming home. All right. Well, enjoy the rest of the show, and thanks for calling, Jason. 
Thanks, Rick. Let's hope we get some more luck the rest of the year. I hope so, too. That's Jason on the line. That means there's room for you at 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your cell. You know what? I didn't even think of voting for the fans for player of the game, but that's probably the right choice. Fans now have the lead over Tim White. The fans are probably the right choice. You, you drive all that way. You take the go, whatever the case is. You go to the game. It's raining. The Cats drop a lead turd. It's not fun. They lose against their arch rivals. No division title. Yeah, it's the fans. By the way, we're going live till midnight tonight. So if you're on the line, we will get to you on the phone at 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your cell. And I know all the Ticats fans coming home from the game, tuning into the fifth quarter. Hey, feel free to call in, email, tweet, uh, hook us up on uh, CHML's Facebook page as well. Jim was at the game, and uh, I'm assuming is returning home and has called in in the fifth quarter. Jim, good evening. How are you? I reckon it's an honor to be on the fifth quarter tonight. It's an honor to have you on. Thank you. Well, we're heading back to Norfolk County, and since we left the game early after the Argos got their 24th point, we're almost home. So <laughs> that's one good thing. Um, one thing I noticed, I'm a big Banks fan, and just watching his body language the whole game, it just wasn't there. Uh, I don't want to bash on Mazzoli either, but... Um, Evans was always, this was my, this is the first game I've attended since the East final two years ago. So what a difference tonight was. Um, and I think those two had quite the chemistry and I think to get maybe the team woken up and Banks woke up, I think, uh, Evans is the guy we should put in there. And I do, I'd like to mention it was my girlfriend's first ever Tiger Cat game. So I don't know what to say about that. Well, I don't know if she's a bad luck charm, but uh, let, let's hope the ne- let's hope the next time around it goes uh, the exact opposite. And as far as player player of the game, I got to go with everybody saying the fans were that the atmosphere at BMO was surprisingly better. I, that's my first game there. The atmosphere was pretty good, all in part uh, because of us Tiger Cat fans. Yeah. Um, I was literally in traffic from Ancaster all the way to the stadium. Yeah, because the, there was no go trains tonight, right? If you remember, if yeah. everyone knew that. Plus the Leaf game, um, one point of the game when they were firing T-shirts up into the crowd, and of course they were Argo T-shirts, and a Ticat fan caught one, threw it right back. It was beautiful. That's so awesome. That makes it all worthwhile. And I just want to thanks for having us on here. I love the show. And again, it's an honor to be on this uh, long-held tradition show. I love it. Thank you, Jim. Safe drive home and enjoy the rest of the weekend. Thanks for calling in. Uh, That is Jim driving home uh, to Norfolk County. And yes, safe travels the rest of the way. Peter on CHML's Facebook page says, Just garbage football. We are by no means a championship team. I was so disgusted to see the head coach smiling and laughing on the sidelines. Banks is finished. He is a shadow of his former self. And why have we not replaced this kicker? This is BS. Why is he still here? Uh, That's been a running commentary for the last... Well, uh, all season, really. I mean, Taylor Bertolette has had some good games, but he's had a lot of bad moments. And it is rather surprising, really, that another kicker has not been brought in. Now, we're, we're past the CFL trade deadline, but there is still free agents out there that this team, I, I'm sure they're trying them out. I'm sure they're bringing them in for a look. Are they not any better? I don't know. That's that's really surprising.
Uh, Manny on uh, Twitter says, when you score zero points in a CFL half, you sit. Dane should have been in. Manny writes, player of the game, us fans who made the trek to watch this disaster. Ryan on Twitter says, the only good thing that could come out of this game is finally the end of the Masoli era. Just in time, I still have a few hairs left I haven't pulled out. People blaming the coaches for Masoli's overthrows need to get a clue. White for player of the game. Still on Twitter. Daver says, love it. Uh, Rick making the call to stay on till 12. Yes, we're going on till midnight. 27 minutes left to play in this fifth quarter. And John on Twitter says, is it too late to bring in a new kicker with one game left in the regular season and possibly two playoff and Grey Cup? The answer is absolutely not too late. Never too late to add somebody to the roster, get them on the practice roster, scoop someone else off a of practice roster. If you see a kicker out there that you think could get the job done, go get that guy. That's my sentiment. We're live until midnight tonight, an extended version of the fifth quarter here on 900 CHML, and we have to do so because, well, there was a number of important parts to this game. It's Ticats Argos, number one, the 240th meeting between these two teams. Ticats, by the way, 139 wins, now 99 losses, and two ties. So that's one part of the equation. Number two... We know that this was a huge game in the standings. Ticats win. They vault into first. They win the season series. They control their own destiny in terms of getting the East final and first-round playoff by. Uh, that did not happen. Argos win big tonight, 31-12. They're now 9-4. and four. The Ticats 7-6 and six on the season. Now, I know it's only a 14-game season this year, but I thought this Ticats team was good enough to win nine, maybe ten games if things went their way, this team could be 7-7 seven and seven if they lose next week against Saskatchewan. Who would have thought this team would be 500? Not me. No way. Not even close. 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your cell. You can email rick at 900chml.com. If you're heading home from the game at BMO Field tonight, jump on Twitter. Use the hashtag fifth quarter at AM900CHML or at Rick Samprin. And if you're on the GO train, I know that the last GO, I think it left at 1052 at Exhibition Station. Uh, and the GO train on the West uh, Lakeshore, or Lakeshore West as they call it, is um, going to be under construction this weekend. So there's no West uh, Lakeshore action. So last train left about, oh, half an hour ago or a little bit more than that. As you're likely getting to Aldershot pretty soon, uh, you can jump on CHML's Facebook page and um, share your thoughts on tonight's game and vote for your player of the game. Brought to you by Metalogic's Complete Metal Management. Email from Randy out in Oakville. He says, good evening, Rick and fellow sad fans. We can still smile a little since it's Friday. The Argos? No way. What an ugly night. At the second quarter, we were talking here and said Dane Evans must start the second half. I do not understand why Dane Evans did not get into this game until the touchdown with 149 remaining. The Cats did not show up for this one. Also, Taylor Bertolette with a very bad night for kicking. Jeremiah Masoli was overthrowing the receivers all night, inconsistent with the lack of discipline on penalties, i.e. Santos Knox. My player of the game is Tim White for the Cats. Honorable mention to Max Kerman of the Arkells. This is not the way to enter the playoffs. Well, let's hope for a win against Saskatchewan. Let's all remember number 68, the legend Angelo Mosca. Good night, Rick. Randy in 
Oakville. Back to the phones we go. Anthony has called into the fifth quarter. Anthony, good evening. How are you? Good evening. How are you? Um, you and your staff do a great job. This is the granddaddy of all pre-post-game shows. It needs to go on forever. Uh, you probably recognize me. I'm, I'm the Ottawa fan. Been, been so for decades. Uh, so they didn't play the Ticats today. So here's my objective take on the game. It, it, the the Ticat fans, I think that when they win, like they have in the last month, playing, you know, um, my hapless Red Blacks, um, Edmonton twice, who Ottawa beat two times, uh, BC, um, you know, they're gushing and everything else. And then when they play a good team, you know, it's, it's this, replace this guy, get rid of that guy. I think the Ticats have a good team. Um, they played a really good defensive coordinator tonight in Chris Jones. This is not his first rodeo. He's been a defensive coordinator. He's been a great cup champion as a coach. And they missed those long balls early, uh, but you knew they were going to get taken away, and they did. Um, you know what? I hate to mention him again, but, uh, you know, I hear a lot of, of Dane Evans as well. Uh, two years ago in the Grey Cup, Dane Evans got shut down pretty good. Um, you know, and um, the other thing is, where was Simone Lawrence tonight? I think I saw him on one assisted tackle. That was it. Um, and, uh, yeah, um, you know what my beef with him is. And, and the other thing is the culture. I think this, this goes back to um, um, it, the buck stops with Orlando Steinauer. You know, um, last week, apparently, against BC, the mics that the, um, the quarterbacks use um, from the offensive coordinators up top, the BC mic wasn't working. It was, like, staticky. It was cutting out. And when that happens, the other team gets rid of theirs for sportsman purposes, you know, for sportsmanship. But the BC one kept cutting in and out just enough so that the Cats wouldn't have to get rid of theirs. I think Orlando's like, you know, he, he, he's got to have a different culture, different integrity with this team. He, um, you, you know, this, if they're not spitting on people, if they're not headbutting or trying to take out knees, Tonight was another incident, another ejection. Wasn't that bad. Maybe didn't warrant an ejection like you said earlier. But the buck stops with Orlando. That stuff's got to stop. It wouldn't happen with Mike O'Shea. You know, um, I think they played a pretty good team. I mentioned to you a few weeks ago that there's parity in the league. There's parity in the East with the, exceptions of, with the exception of two or three teams. Toronto's got a good team. You know, and I think Chris Jones is there to replace um, their head coach right now. Um, they had a good team. Yeah, you know, the thing with um, Dane Evans, uh, he got shut. He's been shut down before. Um, you know, I think uh, Masoli, uh, he blew out an ACL. That takes a year to come back and then much longer psychologically, especially in football. I'm um, not trying to make excuses for him. He had those connections early, but you knew they weren't going to be there later on. Not with Chris Jones. And uh, I, I, that, that's just basically it. I think Orlando Steinauer's got to clean up. You know, they, should be, they shouldn't be worrying about who, who they can take out after a touchdown or, or, or stuff like that. They should concentrate on football and football only, and maybe they'll win more games. Have a good night. All right, Thanks Anthony. Show. Yeah, have a good one. 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your cell. Anthony touching on a number of notes there. Richard on Twitter saying, The Arkells, great news. Hopefully we get a little revenge when we meet in Toronto again on the way to the Grey Cup. Give up even trying for field goals or punts, though use all three downs from now on. Our run game is still effective. Need to use it more. Ticats did not really 
used the run game much tonight. Sean Thomas Erlington, eight carries for 37 yards. Masoli ran four times for 37. It's probably his best run game um, of the season. And Anthony also brought up uh, Simone Lawrence. He had four defensive tackles tonight, now 6.04 in his Ticats career. He is two behind the great Rob Hitchcock for all-time Ticats tackles in a black and gold uniform. Frank is on the phone and has called in in the fifth quarter. Frank, good evening. How are you? Good evening, Rick. I was just curious. Um, wow. Like, I was so hyped up today and tonight for this game, and it was such a disappointment. But for all these fans, I've been listening for a long time, and um, you're running down Steinhauer, you're running down Banks, you're running down Mazzoli. Okay, um, I totally agree. I was thinking the same thing. I was phoning friends and that and going, hey, get Mazzoli out of the game at halftime. But I thought that then when he started the third quarter, I thought, you know what, I understand the science of this. If you put Abe Evans in, and things still go down the toilet or where they were going, then where do you go then? Like, do you go back to Mazzoli? Do you go to, okay, I agree. Dane Evans should start the next game and be the starting quarterback. I think Mazzoli is done in Hamilton. All due respect, he had a couple of good games and then it's been downhill since then. And overthrowing, like, you know, but uh, to run down the coach, no. Like, you got to look at um, Toronto was coveting Mr. Steinhauer, too, to be their head coach before he came to Hamilton. So, anyway, uh, my player of the game would be number 68. And I think we'll be fine. We will win next week. We will win, and we'll go back to Toronto, and we will kick their butts. All right, Frank, appreciate the call. Have a great weekend. All right, take care. Uh, Frank voting for the late, great Angelo Mosco. Passed away uh, one week ago tomorrow. And a uh, nice sentiment. And, uh, and I like the uh, number 68 on the back of the helmet of all Ticats players for the uh, rest of the season. Let's hope uh, that consists of at least uh, four more games. Regular season finale, East semifinal, East final, and the Grey Cup. Michael on Twitter says team was outcoached always boils down to winning in the trenches and having a strong run game Ticats just not a physical team that can push around better opposing teams need to be bigger meaner faster and smarter and John who might have the tweet of the year says hey Justin Medlock and used his Twitter handle are you free are you a free agent Please call the Ticats. They are in desperate need of a kicker. Please call 905-547-CATS and ask for Coach O. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm just waiting for the response from Justin Medlock, who, yes, is a free Not only is he a free agent, he's retired. Um, but who knows? If you flash around enough moolah, uh, Justin Medlock might say, yeah, sure. You want me to kick for a couple of games? I, I can do that. 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your cell. A record number of callers for the fifth quarter so far this season. You can email your thoughts on tonight's game, rick at 900chml.com. On Twitter, at Rick Samprin, at AM900CHML. We're also broadcasting live on CHML's Facebook page until midnight tonight. 
Mary says, I think the laughing on the sidelines was after White was tackled but refused to go down. It was right after that play, just saying Hubby and I were laughing how he fought back at the same time. And Mary uh, referencing a previous caller's commentary about uh, some laughing that was going on the Ticats sideline. I'm not even sure it would be called laughing. It looked more or less like chuckling or smiling between Simone Lawrence and head coach Orlando Steinauer. And I don't know what was being said. Who knows what was being said? Maybe they said, hey, we're, you know what, we're going to kick these guys' butts in the East Final. And they had a good laugh about it because they, you know, agreed. I don't know. Optically, obviously, doesn't look good when you're getting your hats handed to you and you're laughing on the sideline or chuckling on the sideline. It's not a good look. But again, uh, we, we are probably taking that scenario out of context. Mary T. on email, rick at 900chml.com, writes, we have, had, uh, we have not had any kicking since the beginning of the season. Game after game, it's the same thing. Missed field goals, poor punting. Imagine getting to the Grey Cup with the win depending on a field goal and he misses again. I am a 73-year-old grandma and I'm sure I could kick a pine cone straighter than he can. <laughs> Player of the game, all of us Ticats fans, Mary T. Mary T, the debate is over. You are the fifth quarter fan of the night. Any 73-year-old grandma who can kick a pine cone, just kick a pine cone, period, whether it's straight or not, you are the fifth quarter fan of the night. That email made my day. And how could it not after witnessing a 32 or 31 to 12 beatdown at the hands of the Argonauts tonight? Uh, Stephen, back on email tonight. Wow, Rick, I don't normally send in more than one email, but since you're staying till midnight, I won't count. Uh, I will count my rant. I don't know. He's going to work on his emails. Coach O had better take a look in the mirror along with all the players. We have a kicker punter. That could be outplayed by a high school player. Tommy Condell continues to be Mr. Two and Out. Hamilton was outcoached, period. I am a Masoli fan, but even I would have put in Dane at the start of the second half. Try to find a spark. Dane should start the next game against Saskatchewan. That email number two from Stephen out in Penticton, B.C. 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your cell if you want to Come in with 10 minutes to go here on the fifth quarter. Also broadcasting live on CHML's Facebook page. You can hop on there or send me an email, rick at 900chml.com. The numbers again star 9900 on your cell, 905-645-3221. You can also vote for your player of the game right now. Ticats fans leading the charge. The fifth quarter player of the game brought to you by Metalogic's Complete Metal Management. Let's get to some stats uh, on tonight's ball game, because the stats sometimes tell the story of the game. Sometimes I say sometimes because stats. Some people say stats are made for liars. I think some stats are made for liars. You can skew a stat uh, in a in a variety of ways. McLeod Bethel Thompson tonight, twenty six of thirty four for two hundred fifty yards. He had a TD and an interception. DJ Foster ran the ball eighteen times for forty seven yards. 
Antonio Pipkin at the lone rushing touchdown tonight for Toronto. Curly Gittins Jr. was the star of the show, at least through the receivers for Toronto. Seven catches, 72 yards in a TD. Navarro Daniels had five catches for 64 yards. And defensively, Enoch Mwamba leading the way for Toronto, as he normally does, with 11 defensive tackles. That is a game high. Uh, two picks for the Argos, Collins and Edwards. Chris Edwards taking his back for a 78-yard touchdown, putting a stamp on this 31-12 victory by the Argonauts. Defensively for the Tiger Cats, the leading tackler. I thought he had a pretty strong game, actually. Julian Hauser, nine defensive tackles uh, for the Tiger Cats tonight. Cameron Kelly had five. Uh, Tunde Delicate with six. Uh, Jamal Roll also with five defensive tackles through the air the first 100 yard receiver of the season which is remarkable to think about uh, for the tie cats tonight tim white five catches 110 yards brandon banks had five receptions for 82 jalen ackland three for 38 david unger the third two catches for 35 stephen dunbar two grabs for 20 malik irons two for 20 and jackson bennett one for 18 oh sean thomas erlington had a couple of grabs for just three receiving yards Jeremiah Masoli, 22 of 40 tonight, two interceptions, no TDs. He threw for 326 yards. Sean Thomas Erlington, the leading rusher for the Ticats, eight carries, 37 yards. Masoli carried the ball four times for 37. The biggest stat of the night, as we usually find out, is uh, that final score, 31-12 in favor of Toronto. So here's the scenario now, and we all know this, that Hamilton will have to go through T.O., to get to the Grey Cup. That is a fact. That is a stat that no one can deny. And this team, who has now lost three of four against Toronto this season, will have to find something within to get it across the finish line. What that something is, I don't know. Is it starting Dane Evans next week? Is it getting uh, Jackson back, Don Jackson back at the running back position, if he's able to do so? Something's got to happen. Ross calling into the fifth quarter. Ross, good evening. Thanks for chiming in. Your thoughts on tonight's game? Yes, good evening. Um, first of all, I enjoy your your, your program. Thank you. And uh, ditto to Grandma, that's for sure, and uh, has been expressed on numerous calls about the change in kicking status, uh, which should have happened. And um, I agree with, the other calls on that uh, Evans should have been started in the second half. Um, so let's hope it happens uh, for next game. How confident are you that they're going to go with Evans at quarterback, though? Because I have a feeling that Masoli's going to be the starting quarterback next week again. Well, I'd like to be confident to get down. I, I'm a season ticket holder. I'd like to get down there and get the crowd <laughs> enthusiasm and and get them chanting for Evans because we need a spark. That is for sure. Um, you know, when the long uh, balls aren't, aren't working and uh, and with receivers in position to and you know overthrowing, that is discouraging. And that's that that shows on the players too. That uh, you know uh, when it's not working well, let's change. Who's your uh, player of the game tonight, uh, Ross? Oh, definitely the fans. De- uh, definitely the fans who made uh, their track down to uh, in the weather and uh, and uh, supported the team. I agree with you, Ross. Thanks for the call. Enjoy the rest of the weekend.
Great, thank you. 905 645 3221, star 9900 on your cell. Randy is called into the fifth quarter. Good evening, Randy. Good evening. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. I'm, uh, I'm a, well, I'm a Toronto boy, but I, I, I've lived in Burlington uh, for years and years, and uh, now I'm in St. Catharines, and uh, most of my friends, including my girlfriend, are all Ticat fans, and I'm, uh, I'm the lone Argo fan. We won't hold that against you. <laughs> so I'm the happiest guy in the world right now, and, and everybody else I know is miserable. Yeah, well, you're telling me. We're, we're in the miserable boat tonight. <laughs> but uh no it's, it's hard being an argo fan these days i uh, wish i could get more fans out to the games it was nice to see all your tie cat fans out there tonight but uh i don't know how we can do it but it, we need to get more fans out in toronto like uh that's 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 what really makes me miserable is the lack of fan support that the argos have this year because they're playing very well yeah it is uh you know it's a it, there's been a lost generation. Uh, you know, there's so many other things to do in Toronto. It is it is tough. It is sad as well because that organization is, as we know, one of the founding organizations. They have an illustrious history, and, yeah, there should be a lot more fans at the game. And it's a great place to go and watch a game. It is. It is so much fun, and, and uh, it's so loud. Like, even with, the, even with the small crowds they get, it, it's very loud there, and... Uh, because they have the metal stands and that, so people can stomp their feet. And uh, it's a very fun, uh, fun thing to go to. It's very inexpensive compared to, say, going to a Leafs game or something. And I don't understand why why the fans aren't coming out because it's a great, it's, it's a great fun experience. And uh, they would come out and see some CFL games. I go to Hamilton games in, in Hamilton, and I go to games in Toronto, and I, and I love it. So, Randy, the Argos fan, who is your player of the game? Uh, for me, it was uh, McLeod Bethel Thompson because he hasn't had a great uh, – He hasn't. I, I, I don't think he's been playing all that great, but this was probably his best game. Yeah, he has – I mean, he just gets the job done, right? He, he does. I, 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 uh, I, I like him a lot, but uh, this was definitely his best game tonight. I agree. Randy, thanks for the call, and enjoy the victory, and enjoy the weekend. Thank you very much. Have a good night. You too. Yeah, it's, it's, it's hard. It's hard getting the gears from the Argos fans, but we gotta, we got to swallow it. we gotta, we got to swallow that. Uh, 31-12, the final. Uh, that's it for us. Ticat, is, it it? is that it for the Ticats? No, they're going to play in the playoffs. Whether they host the East semifinal, will they get to the East final, will they get to the Grey Cup? We know that the Arkells will be there. We'll see if the Ticats can do so as well. Thanks to all our callers, emailers, tweeters, Facebook messengers. Big thanks to producer Ben Strawn as well. My name's Rick Samprin. Enjoy the rest of the weekend here. And thanks for listening to the fifth quarter, powered by Eastgate Ford on 900 CHML. Where Ticats fans come together, win or lose. Listen after every game to the fifth quarter, powered by Eastgate Ford on 900 CHML. The Fifth Quarter Podcast is available on Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, and wherever you get your favorite podcast. I'm Rick Samprin. Thanks again for listening. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. It's free, so you never miss an episode. And make sure you rate and review.